Before we start, just a quick side note, this podcast episode was recorded just in the beginning of October, so right after the elections in Vienna. Given that this is our very first episode in which we worked with a translator, production took a bit longer than usual, but we hope you enjoy it. Europa presents Calling Europe, the first pan-European speed podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of our pan-European speed podcast, Calling Europe. Today we have a very special episode because we have a very special guest, Olga, who will be joining us in our podcast in the future. Welcome, Olga. Hi, everybody. Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of our pan-European speed podcast, Calling Europe. Today we have a very special episode because we have a very special guest. Our new podcast team member, Olga, is here to introduce herself. So it's great to have you on board, and I look forward to taking the podcast to the next level with you and Karam and Micha. How are you doing today? Yeah, today I'm doing well, a little bit quieter since the elections that we had uh, in the beginning of this year, because in Vienna we had the district and community elections, and it is now officially over. The results are probably only coming out tomorrow, unfortunately, because there was a very high percentage of postal votes, 45%, which is a lot. And that is going to have to be uh, counted now for 23 districts. Uh, some are already uh, done, uh, what we have already seen, but of course not all, because we didn't um, run for election in all districts. We only ran for, uh, for, for office uh, in 10, and I am pretty excited about the results. I imagine that uh, we probably won't have one because we're not that known in Vienna yet. But I think we have learned a lot in these months and days and in all of these events that we did, all the demonstrations that we took part in. And in the next uh, elections, we're going to be make do it a lot, lot better because all of the people already have heard of us one time and we have learned all of these Lessons. Do you already know what your next elections are going to be? Our next elections are going to be in Linz next year. I think 22, it's uh, Salzburg, uh, where we have elections. And in 2023, it's Lower Austria. So we now have almost every year elections in 2024. It's going to be pretty crazy for us because we have the national uh, elections, but also the European elections, which will be two elections in one year. I am planning on running for office for the national elections in 2024 as the first drag queen in Austria. Nice. Uh, which uh, tries to run for office. And let's see if that's going to work. I've already talked to other parties. They said they support it. It hasn't happened in the past. And we'll see if I make it then I will really be the very first drag queen in the National Council. It will definitely be a, a big plus. And of course, we want a big focus on Europe and all the other things that we support at Volt. But to me personally, what is very important is the LGBTIQ community in Austria, but also all over Europe. So whatever the results may be, there are definitely more elections to work forward to and to look forward to and best practices that you can maybe even share from your elections or that you can learn until the next elections um 
but I'm really happy that you participate. It's so good to see so many different countries running on so many different levels right now. I think that's it's a, nearly more fascinating than throughout the European elections, I find, because so different, but still sort of the same. The profile. Where in Europe do you live? Um, ich lebe in Österreich, in the near von Wien. And I live in Austria, close to Vienna, at the border of Vienna, in Düsseldorf. It's one of the richest uh, residential areas in Austria because we have a lot of industry and factories uh, close to us. So it's pretty convenient because I leave my house and uh, walk 10 minutes and then I'm already in the middle of Vienna at the metro station. When did you join Volt? Um, ich bin Anfang des Jahres I joined Volt in the beginning of the year. What is your job at Volt? I am comms lead for Volt Austria and at the same time channel coordinator. So I run the Austria channels, but at the, on the European level, I am the lead of the LGBTQ community. And what is your favorite place in Europe? <laughs> Everywhere. So... I actually like it everywhere. Of course, I love Austria. I like Germany, uh, definitely Italy because I've been there very often on holidays. Uh, but I haven't been in other places yet, so I cannot say anything about that. Yeah, I think probably we will like force you to travel so much when all this COVID mess is over. And you can actually come to all the GAs and all the national GAs and we can have our super cool European GAs. I really, really look forward to that. And I think it's very interesting because usually we had the GAs when we would like grow a bit and then we'd have a GA and sort of get to know each other. And then we grow a bit and then we'd have another GA. And now we haven't had a physical GA in a year. It's in one week, it's been a year that we haven't had a, a physical GA. And I think that's so crazy because next time we all see each other, we will be a completely new, massive community of European people. So we'll see where that will be. Definitely not in Austria because then you can travel somewhere else. <laughs> the three questions. All right. And let's get to the main part, the most interesting part, because it's different, um, different questions for everyone. And Olga, I've thought of three questions. Question number one. How did and how do people react around you when you tell them that you're politically active? Um, my family was very surprised. My friends found it really cool and supported it. And until now, I've only gotten positive feedback. And even my colleagues uh, support it and find it really cool what I do. Did you ever expect to go into politics or did it just sort of happen? Um, I've always been very interested in politics. The problem is that I have never been able to identify myself with national parties until I discovered Volt uh, by accident at the beginning of the year. And the co-president took me in very warmly, accepted me. And in the beginning, I looked around a little bit and until now in Volt Austria, I am doing pretty much everything and uh, yeah, helping out in all the projects pretty much. Nice. It's so interesting because I always feel like this is such a pattern with Volters that 
all of us were just disappointed in politics. And then Volt came along and everything was beautiful and great again. We we're all like, oh, yes, here's here's an issue that here's something that we can solve all these issues with. So it's funny to hear that it's always quite similar. But I guess that's also something that connects all of us and probably most people that join a new party. Question number two. What was your most exciting moment that you have experienced with Volt so far? The Balkan. Definitely the election. It was the biggest experience I have ever had at Volt. I haven't been there for a long time now. And I immediately started with the election and found it really interesting. In the beginning, I was a little bit uh, anxious because I wasn't that involved in Volt and didn't really know what exactly to do. But now that the election is over, I feel a lot more confident. I feel a lot stronger because we've talked to many people who have different kinds of opinions and perspectives of your positive ones as well as negative. And you grow through that experience a lot. And it was simply a great experience, really, from A to Z. To summarize. I can definitely sympathize with what you just said and the experiences and growing and learning. Is there a specific moment that um, you would like to share with our Volters that you had in the elections? Um, before that, I had never participated in a election. But is there a moment, like something specific, a situation that came up in the elections that you thought, oh, wow, I'm never going to forget this? We're once on the street and political canvassing, distributing flyers and our general secretary. Uh, so there was a strong breeze that came and the flyers uh, flew around. And in order to get them, she jumped and tried to catch the flyers and leaned on the table and the table broke and she fell on the floor. And I was there as a drag queen and tried to help her. And many people who were standing around came and had uh, helped us and we saw this civil behavior with some people that even if they don't know other people they still want to help and they also talked to me because I was there as a drag queen and uh, because I am very visible uh, compared to other vultures and we had many conversations with the pedestrians and about the situation and we talked about Volt and how we are a one party which supports this community a lot, the LGBTIQ community all over Europe. And they really appreciated that, found it really cool and supported it. And that supported me at the same time and gave me a very positive feeling about what I'm doing. Very happy to hear that you had experiences that confirmed and sort of helped you become comfortable within the position that you're in with Volt. Because I feel like often when you're on the street and you talk to people, it can be quite disencouraging when a lot of people are quite negative uh, towards your cause and to vault and they think what you're doing is silly and um, it's actually quite nice always I find to hear people uh, approve of what we do um, just because it makes you feel a bit like okay I'm actually not crazy. Question number three. Third question is which political issue bothers you the most in either Austria or Europe or in Austria and also Europe? Um, I think because I'm a part of the LGBT community, this community is very important for me because I'm part of it and I live in it. I live the lifestyle and every day I have to 
fight for my rights. And in Austria now, thank God, uh, there has been some progress compared to back then when I came out of the closet for the first time. But I see still through my contact to these 31 countries that I am in contact with that there is still a lot, lot more that should be done. For example, in Romania, in Hungary, in Poland, uh, where the people are pretty conservative. And it really aches me when I get some messages from members of Volt who live through situations which are difficult or when there have been suicides, etc. And this really speaks to me on a very personal basis because in 2020 we still have to talk about it and discuss and fight for things which in my opinion are very normal and are part of normal life we're there we exist we are part of the society none of us has chosen to live like this none person can do that and that some people are against that just because it's something new and because it's experience that they have never had before and that there are people who have a problem with this community um, and with their sexuality. And it shows me that these other people who simply don't have any information about it. It means like in schools, at work, in news, in documentaries, I think there should be more information, there should be more sensitization in all situations, like in the news, in school, at school, etc. And that really aches me a lot. But I'm trying to find the best way to find a solution. I am working a lot with very many really, really good people. And it's a lot of fun, of course. It's a little bit difficult at times in some uh, countries with the laws that they have locally. But we have to try and make sure that everyone has the same rights and within Volt try to see what the best solution is. So we need to talk about this more and um, talk about... I guess all sorts of different, I guess, I mean, like when I went to school, we definitely never talked about queer people or anything like that. It was never a topic whatsoever. So do you think we need to talk more about it and like normalize it, make these people visible? Yeah, that's auf alle Fälle. Also, wenn man das schon nach außen kommuniziert, das ist halt einfach normal. Yeah, definitely. So if you already communicated to the outside that it is something normal and that we exist, then I think that in the future, the discrimination will be uh, diminished to a point where it won't be so normal that we as parts of this community are scared to walk out on the street or hold hands. And if we start at school and already teach the kids that it is something that is normal and of course in, a, in an appropriate manner, then when they grow up, I think they will learn how to manage this. And I think that we will not see these kinds of incidents anymore. Um, I, I have to say that I'm really happy to hear you say that you have a community involved and that you, I really hope you feel empowered, you know, I think that's very important that as a community that obviously I think the majority of us haven't really had to face maybe the kind of discrimination that you had to face. And so I think it's, it's so important for um, us that haven't had to um, be in your situation where we're being treated differently because of the way we feel or who we love that I think it's so important that 
we we can assure that you have a safe space and that you can um have these conversations and with us too and that you can um help us become better allies in you know uh, creating a europe and basically a world where everyone can love whoever they want to love and show it publicly and care for one another and be whomever they want to be and express themselves the way that they want because there's really no good reason not to do that um so I really hope that you have this fear and and um, I'm happy to hear that you seem to be quite content with the community that you can find um, with us. But yeah, continue doing what you do. I absolutely love your social media. I follow it closely and I think you're fantastic on it. So I think that love is a human right that anyone should be able to express it no matter your nationality or your sexuality or where you come from and love as i said uh, it's something you can't change and i hope that the rest of the society will also understand that and of course i understand that in the past it was a little bit more difficult and life is an unending journey where we can always learn new things we can always see uh, new perspectives and we can never stop to learn and develop and in the end it's about the human being and not just society your favorite song. Which song do you want to put on the playlist? Um, ich liebe K-pop. Um, I love K-pop a lot because it's simply something new and I have already found a song. It's from Blackpink, Crazy Over You. Yeah, I find that it has something a little bit oriental in it and through the Korean singing, I really, really like it and would like to share it with you. All right. Thank you very much for sharing. I will definitely have um, listened to it. I actually make an effort of listening to the to the songs on the playlist. And to anyone listening, I do recommend you do. You can find it on Spotify. It's super cool to hear the different music tastes that our vaulters have. But Olga, thank you so much for taking the time and for becoming part of our team. I really appreciate it. And I know that Karam and Micha do too. Uh, so we very much look forward to working with you in future. And I definitely look forward to listening to all the new episodes that we're going to create. That was Calling Europe, a production of Volterova. 